This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Yo, what's up, guys? You like our podcast? You want to make your own? You have all the power, all the resources you need to make your own podcast. That's right. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a rundown. Basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. And here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify, which is super important. With Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. That's right. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is anchor.fm to get started. It's what we use. We get a little kickback from it, and we appreciate it. So if you guys want your own podcast, go to Anchor. .fm to get started. Peace. Hello and welcome to the Anatomy of Marriage podcast. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. Good morning. My name is Seth Studley. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. And today is day 76. Trouble with an erection, I want an orgasm, and how to have better sex. This is a show that brings real help for real couples. And we are on episode number 294. I think. I don't think I changed the number. Um, and we made this show because when we went through hard times, we wanted real resources that mm-hmm. were really helpful. So this is what we made. And as always, our show is brought to you by Audible. You can get a free audiobook on us if you visit audibletrial.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. We want you to do this. It helps us out, but it also helps you out. So that's the point. So go get a free audiobook on us. Right now I'm listening to, I just listened to Story Brand by Don- mm-hmm. Donald Miller or create building a story brand Mm -hmm. i'm i'm re-listening to that um i'm also listening to aware by dan siegel and then think and grow rich by napoleon hill wow three at one time well i'm i'm on my second listening of the story brand one nice and i'm in i'm loving every moment so please do that and as always we're live on facebook and instagram so you'll hear us chatting and answering questions on our live feed there that's right okay good morning we're glad to be back it's labor day and we're working what the heck Uh, we've been out. I've been out of town for a couple days. Now I'm back, hanging out with you guys, and ready to roll. And we're diving straight into this stuff. <laughs> but be- first wait, hold on. And feet first. Before we dive in, uh, we need to say something to Kev and Melissa of the Love Hour podcast. Y'all's email went to our spam. Mm-hmm. We are not jerks who don't respond to emails. <laughs> it was in our spam. So we it are was. emailing you back. We are so glad you reached out. We can't wait to see you and talk and yep. all the things. So we're we'll, not jerks. Okay? We're not jerks. It was in our spam. We'll be in LA to chill with you guys and hang out. So figure it out. All right. Review of the day. Five stars. Yeah. Five stars. Listen up, men. I am a 52-year-old man and 10 years into my second marriage. I have learned more today from listening to several episodes than in my 25 total years of marriage. And listen up, men. We are all very much alike in what we think and feel, and you will be amazed at what is normal. Great action action items in every episode. 
Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much for that review. That's a very helpful That's review. Mm-hmm. And um, if you like the show and it has helped you at all, please rate and review it on iTunes or wherever. What are you doing? I'm trying to hold it. What, Whoa. You're not holding it. Um, and so it, but it really does help us a lot to get reviews because no one cares what we say about our show. They care what you say about our show. That's right. So thank right. you for that review. Let's dive in. Go. You're going to read it? Um, <laughs> my husband and I have been married for almost eight years and have three small kids. We are so exhausted. We both come from very conservative Christian families, which sadly means that neither of us had any real sex education. We got married and what little my husband knew came from some porn that he had seen. He didn't really even know what foreplay was. And I basically knew nothing other than how to make a baby. Not to get too graphic, but our sex life basically consisted of him climaxing and that was it. I had a I had a hunch that something was missing, but really had no idea that I wasn't orgasming or that I was even supposed to until five years into our marriage. I had never successfully masturbated, so even knowing what I wanted or what felt good to me... What? What felt... Im- That felt impossible to communicate to her husband. Sorry. I love my husband so much, but our sex life is seriously lacking. I've spent years trying to remind myself that it's more about the connection than the orgasm, but the O is not happening at all. Like, never, ever. Mm. No man wants to be told by his wife that you're not doing enough in the bedroom or out of it, for that matter. We've spent the last three years exploring, trying to figure it out together, and have both grown a lot in how to talk about sex without being accusatory or getting our feelings hurt. But man, some days it feels like we are never going to get there. I'm several months postpartum and I have zero interest in sex right now. I just so badly want it to be better. I want to, I want to want it. I want it to be good enough to crave it. I just want to dang climax. (laughs) I feel broken some days. I still feel like my husband thinks that getting me off is just a bonus and not a part of normal sex. I don't know how to help him understand differently. Thanks so much for listening. Hmm. This is a great question. It is a great question, and I think there's a bunch of resources that uh, you can go out there and get that will be, like, clean and not like, oh, my gosh, this is too much. This is wild, right? But let's kind of normalize this conversation at first. So coming from Christian, or not even, well, not even Christian, but just, like, conservative families who don't Mm -hmm. talk about sex, who don't, who, who think sex is mostly for the man, who's been like, you know, acculturated to believe, oh, well, sex is for the guy. And just like, okay, just lay there and whatever. It's it's his thing. You have to completely rewrite that narrative in your brain. You have to totally switch your paradigm Mm -hmm. because we both have equal ability to orgasm and enjoy sex, right? Mm -hmm. And for this couple, it feels like it's not about connection and it's not about pleasure. And obviously she is clearly very dissatisfied and just like, ah, I can't imagine not having an orgasm while having sex. Yeah. It would be like, I'm climbing to the very top of the mountain to see the best view ever, and then like just getting there and being like, oh, no, sorry, didn't happen. Closing your eyes and climbing back down. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's a really good, maybe that's a great point of conversation for your husband. If if he's like willing to listen to that and in a non-accusatory way, you could bring it up like... um, like ask your husband, hey, how would you like to have sex and not have an orgasm? Mm-hmm. Like don't don't ask it how I just said it though. That sounded super mean. Yeah, <laughs> um, the won't thing help. the thing that came to my mind when I um when I was reading this question was the talk that I gave at Mops that time, and it's an episode you can find it on our website. But um, I gave a talk at Mops. <laughs> wow, our seven year old mm-hmm. just walked in. Um, where we hold on, we might really need to pause, sister. Patty Lou, we're filming. Can you go to the other bathroom and close our door, please? Close the door. Thank you. 
right. Um, but in the, the in the talk that I gave at Mops, one of the things that I said, sort of just off the cuff, but it was true, was that I don't have bad sex. Mm. And um, I think I... I guarantee every single woman was like, what? <laughs> what, what, what? Right. And um, it's... I think it's important for, I, I think that's a very empowering statement because if Seth and I want to be intimate, I'm not going to just settle for like barely there fun, you know, like mm. if we're going to do it, let's actually do it. Mm-hmm. And so that takes a shift in mindset from the female's perspective, because this, this is something that is typically geared in culture towards men. It's about them. It's, it's in movies. Women are just the object. The man is the thing that seeks after it, whatever. So um, that's, it's a, it's a big mindset shift mm-hmm. but it's very empowering when you can kind of make that mindset shift and then figure out what how to get the steps working in order to get you to better sex if that makes sense um but one of the things i want to throw out to the wife in this is that like everything else that our brains do they are trying to conserve energy and burn less calories so everything is a pattern mm-hmm. your husband has now had a pattern for eight years of having sex the same way Um, And you can introduce novel ideas or whatever, but that's not quite the same thing as like we're saying we're having sex in a different way. We're rewiring what it is to be intimate and what it is to and what our goals are, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So does that make sense when I say that, Mm -hmm. that you have to actually approach it from like you're breaking a habit. You're breaking a habit of bad sex. Like I said at the beginning, you have to it, it takes a paradigm shift and like you have to recreate your narrative around that. And there's tons of resources. One resource that we haven't talked about for a really long time is a company that we literally used to own the majority of, marriagesupply.com. And we talked about it a little bit, but that is a really good resource. And they have cards and like, um, uh, not not videos, but um, uh, instructional things of like how to use toys and stuff like that. Yeah, but that's just sex toys. That's a totally different thing. Okay. And I will tell yeah. you this. Uh, trying to use a toy to achieve an orgasm, some of you may need that. But I'm going to tell you the best toy that you have is your mind. And I don't mean that in a dirty, weird way, but Mm -hmm. like connecting your mind to your body Mm -hmm. in a way that prepares your body for intimacy. Now, I'm going to do a giant shout out to the Get Your Marriage On app, which has, I know I've spoke about this before, Mm -hmm. but if you want, if you're a woman and you are struggling with orgasm, go get the Get Your Marriage On app, download it, go into the sex and intimacy module. And actually it's in the tools, in the tools portion at the bottom of the screen there's a thing that says meditations mm-hmm. and w- it's a get in the mood meditation it is the sole purpose of this meditation is to get your brain to connect to your body so that you can be more present for intercourse and for orgasm mm-hmm. like that is the point and it will my hope my hope is that it will help you get there if that makes sense think about it this way like we can psych ourselves up for like okay i'm gonna do a run you know i'm gonna get up and go run tomorrow morning or i have this big job interview or i have this paper due or some sort of project or like super busy day you think about it right the day before okay what's the plan uh-huh. i'm gonna go here do all this you psych yourself up you get your mindset you prepare you prepare right and sex sometimes can be no different of course it's spontaneous what is it spontaneous arousal versus Re- uh, responsive uh, responsive arousal right so you can get yourself in a responsive arousal time if you and that's emily nagoski's work which is a great uh her book is called Come As You Are. Yeah. So you, you do you psych yourself up in all these other ways. Why is why do we think of sex differently? Yeah. Right? Well, there's a lot of shame, I think. And mm-hmm. we're going to address that later in another question. But yeah, I would say um, 
really there's a couple things I think that might help this situation. One, seriously, go get the Get Your Marriage On app. Um, purchase it. It's not that it's way cheaper than therapy, all of those things. Use the meditation. It is I'm I made it. I made it for you. So use the meditation. Um, have a conversation with your partner about like, hey, this is what this feels like to me. Like I would like mm-hmm. to I would like to orgasm, but I am not. And and I would like you to think about how that would feel if it were you, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. There's also a foreplay list in the um, Get Your Marriage On app. The foreplay is huge. Foreplay is essentially without foreplay, having an orgasm is so much harder. So here, what I just said. It's like going down a water slide with no water. Yes. So having an orgasm is aided by foreplay. Foreplay is just the fun that comes before sex, right? So the more foreplay, the more likely you are to have an orgasm as a woman. So take advantage of this. Figure it out, husbands. Like, let's Mm -hmm. do this thing. Um, So get the app, do that, have a conversation with your partner. It sounds like you are talking about it, but I want to say that um, just adding more toys or like novelty is not... I don't think the answer that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, just might, like, just like this, like empowering. I want to. It's like I want to make my hamburger taste better. Let's put gravy and French fries and pickles and chips on it. Did it work? Gravy? What? Just more. More is better, right? <laughs> New things. All of them. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying because she like talks about um, like. Um, Let's see, successfully masturbated even not much. I've never done that. So that's what I'm thinking. Like, okay, you can do other things to like empower yourself. You know, I talked about this. uh, Well, I talk about it all the time. It's like, I can't give something if I don't have it. You know what I'm saying? So she's not going to be able to probably orgasm with her partner if she can't even do it by herself. Hey, let me think about this. Do you know how orgasm works? And I'm not being mean in a woman because it's different than for a man. Tell us. Why? I'm not a well, sex I thought you were educator. Say. Uh, well, it's just different. There are different ways of orgasming. I would highly recommend reading Come As You Are by Emily Nagoski because actually when you brought that up, it sounds like you might not actually know your own anatomy well enough. Mm. And I'm not trying to diss you or be mean, but that's part of her, uh, part of her book is uh, essentially like anatomy, how your body actually works. What anatomy of marriage? Anatomy in vagina. Uh, but it's what aids in all of that process. So, oh, the app is called Get Your Marriage On. And you can get in the App Store and Google Play or whatever. I don't even know. I don't think Android. it's there. But so, um, yes. So I would highly recommend all of those things. Thank you for your question. And hopefully those answers are helpful. Mm-hmm. But we're still going to talk about this stuff. So we're not even done. Okay. You read that one. Okay. I have been in a relationship for a year. It's at a distance. So our time together is weekends and full of events, sometimes two weeks or so or a few months apart. Physically, we have connected well and have chemistry, but my boyfriend is having performance issues. Most recently, we had a breakthrough of him saying, it's not that he isn't attracted to me, but that he's had to get over a certain amount of purity culture shaming him, but maybe he should see a doctor. I told him I did need to hear those words because I was believing internal lies that we were not doing well and our lack of physical connection with sex piles onto a made-up narrative I have from past relationships. I want to know what the best way to follow up in, in communication on this in the future. If we are at the same place six months or a year from now, um, I don't believe the lack of sex before we're married is bad in itself. I want to stop my partner from whatever shame or other internal dialogue that's keeping them him from being able to ask a reasonable question of a medical professional. Thanks for all you guys have shared. It's been really insightful. Okay. Um, first of all, I don't know what age, but... 
I just assume that it's maybe, I don't know, younger, probably not over mm-hmm. 50, mm-hmm. maybe. I guess if it's over 50, there might be physical mm-hmm. erection problems because just sometimes that happens. Um, biological problems. Biological problems. Yeah. So if it's not that, I would say, okay, if it is leading as a therapist, I would say, okay, let's talk about this shame narrative that we have, you know, from purity culture or whatever, and unpack that shame narrative. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not even from purity culture or the church. Maybe it's family of origin stuff. And mm-hmm. maybe it's your own perception of... Yeah. Can I say something first really quickly, mm-hmm. though? I want to be very explicit in saying I did not edit this question to say something other than boyfriend, because if we are not serving people who are dating mm-hmm. and and we are saying, oh, well, we, well, they should be married, then we are harming them. So mm-hmm. I want everyone to understand this is not being like, we think everyone should have sex with everyone all the time. Don't get married. You don't need to. Mm-hmm. This is the Anatomy of Marriage podcast, but I don't want y'all writing into me and being angry that mm-hmm. we answered a question from someone who is dating, who has concerns about their sex life right so we are doing this on purpose because we love everyone and we want everyone to have healthy relationships you may continue yeah that's a really good point because as a therapist like i've had married couples non-married couples come in anything and okay if they're coming to me to talk about sex i don't go shame on you wait a minute you don't have the last name we can't talk about that. That's ridiculous. <laughs> that's that's as, yeah. a, as a therapist in my code of it's ethics, that would be unethical, yeah. right? And I never put anything in my paperwork saying, I only see married couples. And if you have sex, then I can't talk to yeah. you. And, Ugh, the, and here's crap, the, the, the second part of that too is like how many people who are dating who are Christian and in a church are saying that they haven't had sex and have mm-hmm. and are, are causing more harm to their future relationships, to their... I mean, there's just a lot there, but I want to be very clear in saying we are asking this question in this way on purpose. Mm-hmm. So uh, not to like stick it to y'all conservatives, mm-hmm. but yeah. um, but we're not going to lie it's a good about point. what and we we're not, believe. Yeah, so. and we're not going to even judge why. Yeah. That's just stupid. Uh, help help or not help. <laughs> okay, we choose help. <laughs> so you so, were saying, I'm sorry. Anyway, as, as a therapist, I would unpack that shame narrative from... Um, family of origin from culture or whatever that is because probably that might be the issue like oh my goodness i'm feeling so so guilty how about this if you're what if you focus and have connection and you can have pleasure too without having sex you know you can it's pleasurable to go we can eat an ice cream together right that's connecting connecting and it's pleasure Mm -hmm. right go get a great steak or a salad or whatever Mm -hmm. soup right and um, I have to do that when Apparently. I, when I uh, <laughs> say those words. And so what if you just took the focus off of that? Like what we focus on expands. Oh my gosh, please uh, get an erection. Please, please, please. What's wrong with you? Yeah, you know, yeah. kind of thing. And yeah. you're like, then what we focus on expands and it's going to, <laughs> it's only going to grow, but not in the way that you want it yeah. to grow. <laughs> right. Right. Well, and the thing so, that I think too is that she's saying that they're long distance. So part of that problem or part of the issue there, I think, is that there's an anticipation of being together mm-hmm. and there's a pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, like, and that can equal like performance anxiety. So I would, again, go to what is connection and what is pleasure? Like I would say, take the idea of sex out of the equation. Don't put that into the mix and be like, if this doesn't happen, this weekend's a failure. Mm -hmm. Like that, don't, don't do that. Just Mm -hmm. be like, I'm going to be with the person I love and that's what I'm doing. And I'm just being with them. We're going to hang out. We're going to do the things that bring us joy. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And another thing too, is it is not a side note if this is related to, so yes, this could be medical. Yes. 
It is not unimportant if this is related to shame or family of origin. I would not say trample over that and and just be like, oh, no shame. Everything's fine. No, if your partner genuinely feels like convicted in his heart that this is not okay for him to do, and I'm not saying that you're pressuring him, but if you're trying to pressure him to not feel shame, you're not honoring where he is on his journey. Mm His journey is not the same as yours. So he might actually feel a lot of guilt and he might not feel like he can share it with you because he knows that you don't feel guilt or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. So I want you to really try to honor where he is. And if he is saying, I feel shame from purity culture and I actually don't feel like having sex, honor that. That's no big deal. If y'all are getting married, you have plenty of years to bone. <laughs> so I, oh you do, do you know what I mean? Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, that, <laughs> that makes sense. Um, so, okay. Um, how can I make more sex? Hold on. Sorry. Next question I'm going to read. Uh, how can I make sex more intimate and meaningful? My husband and I have been married for 12 years and our sex life is pretty good, but I do feel there is something missing. That makes it sound worse than it is. But what I mean is that I want to have more spiritual connection with my partner during sex and I'm not sure how to make that happen. Any thoughts? Thanks and so much love. I love the show. Okay. Spiritual connection during sex, right? So sex is obviously physical. It's obviously emotional. It's biological. And it's psychological, and there is a strong spiritual component. Biopsychosocial spiritual. Because my spirit in my body, or whatever, wherever it lives, and yours are connecting, Mm -hmm. right? So, I don't know if we talked about this on the show, but when we were going through a bunch of crap, I I think probably like on the tail end of it because we didn't have a lot of sex when we were going through all that stuff you need to clarify so if you have not heard our full story Mm -hmm. we went through a very that's why this podcast exists we went through a really 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 hard time in our marriage that's what all of season one is 13 episodes are about uh the struggles that we went through in our marriage Mm -hmm. and like seth confessed to lying and looking at pornography i lost my freaking mind gave him a black eye like it was legitimately terrible and during that time of course, we like barely touched each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, apart from me wanting to just hurt you constantly. Mm-hmm. So that is what he is referencing. Mm-hmm. So now continue. So then on the back end of that, like we actually used to pray while we were having sex, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> and, it, and just mm-hmm. so just like think about it. Sex is really important. We were being very intentional about mm-hmm. like protecting that time. And I don't mean like from demons or something weird. Right. But like protecting that time on purpose and saying Mm -hmm. this is something we're doing because we want to actually rebuild this very broken part of our marriage right um because if you are a wife or even i guess a husband and your partner has looked at pornography you know that that breaks a very significant part of your marriage like all intimacy from then on out it changes it's sad and it's wounding and it's if like for me anyway, and I know lots of women in the uh, women's group have talked about this, like your brain immediately just goes like when your partner wants to be intimate, your brain goes to, well, what has he watched before? Well, what has he seen? Well, what does he want? Because he looked at this because he's a jerk because he hates me. Like there's this like Mm -hmm. just machine gun effect of negative thoughts and Mm -hmm. that really do damage you. So that's, um, I don't know it. We were protecting Mm -hmm. that cycle from continuing, if that makes sense. Right. And I want to normalize that whole thing because think about it. Like some people pray before you go on a trip, you pray before, you know, you eat, 
you pray in the morning or whenever during the day and stuff. And so it's not really weird. It's not weird at all it's to pray. It's only weird if we make it weird, I think. Yeah, it's only weird if you make it weird. And like we would literally pray during sex. Why not? It's a spiritual thing. It's a connecting thing. And it like was awesome. I mean, it, it never, I don't remember at least like it being weird mm-hmm. or anything. I think, I don't know if I said, hey, let's pray or you asked or something i think i did it i guess um and it was just really what you always do that mariner made fun of you the other day for saying that dad dad always goes "Uh, yeah um i think i thought of it like three weeks ago that's our new joke (laughs) yeah i did that like three weeks ago nice you always do it because it's always true it's not always true but anyway but yeah so i think that um there is Mm -hmm. so it's funny because when we first were married i was very um I don't know. It's really weird. And I have a very long backstory of like, I had sex before I got married. I did not care about it. Um, I became a Christian when I was 19. At mm-hmm. that point, had been having sex for a lot, long time. And um, I, I was a Christian like three weeks before you. <laughs> but so uh, <laughs> when we got married, as much as it didn't bother me to have sex, I did not want to talk about it. I did not want to talk about it with you. I did not mm-hmm. want to talk about it with a marriage counselor, a premarital counselor. I did not so weird. in any context want would, to speak would, about it. You would have it and do whatever, but not talk about it? Mm-mm, I didn't want, I, I didn't grow up in a house where we talked about it. I didn't So weird. Sex was not normalized like anywhere in my sphere. So I so that being said, that actually caused a lot of like a weird conflict because we have always had really great sex but never talked about it. And then when the um, when the emotional side of that would start to slip because there's a bio side like a bi- a body side and then an emotional side a spiritual side right but when the spiritual emotional side would slip away from it we could tell that it wasn't fulfilling mm-hmm. but we didn't but in a way we've been acculturated to think oh orgasm equals good Meh, it's good mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. but then our doors were blown off by Dr Tina Shermer Sellers mm-hmm. when she was like loads of people are having bad sex all the time. And I was like, what? Wait, what? Right. And, um, you know, she's like, you can have an orgasm and terrible sex at the same time. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, didn't know. So um, so all of that to say, it took me very many years to actually connect to the bio cycle, uh, the, the social spiritual to the bio mm-hmm. part, the mind body to the, Spiral- oh my gosh, the spiritual Trill. and the mind part to the body part. Mm-hmm. Makes sense? Mm-hmm. Um. But it's it's doable. You just have to think differently about sex and what it means and why it's there. And, you know, like, I, I don't know. It's hard to hard to explain, but I think it's really important to talk about. And I'm appreciative of the questions that we got today and that we can talk about it in an open and honest way. Mm-hmm. Because it's only weird if you make it weird, y'all. Yeah. Um, and I was making it weird for a really long time. Like, I was mad every that time. That was our entire problem. Like three weeks ago. <laughs> nice. Okay. So you guys, uh, okay, that's all the questions for today. We are really excited about the, well, the premarital series that we have launching soon. Mm-hmm. And let's say, let's see, what else? The premarital series. Sorry, people are texting you and I'm, my, my brain is like you not, didn't turn off the thing. not thinking correctly. <laughs> and also, ever, ever done group therapy? Ever been in a mastermind? Ever done coaching? Yeah, you have. Okay. No, you haven't. 
Um, <laughs> this is a terrible. Okay, sorry. Take over. Go. We want you to know about the AOM Mastermind that we are working on. It should Thank be you. launching sometime in October as we wrap up the 100 days of Q's and A's. Our Mastermind is acting sort of like group therapy, but y'all can't sue us, so it's not group therapy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a mastermind. Right. Um, but it's going to be like our community on steroids. We're going to be in the mastermind groups every day. We're going to be talking all the time. We're going to be answering mastermind questions with priority, like not everyone's questions, just y'all's. Um, it's there's We're so excited about it. We haven't set up the website thing for it yet. So if you're interested in the mastermind, send us an email to hello at anatomyofmarriage.com. And we've already received several emails for that. So I'm super mm-hmm. excited about that. But please send in your email. Space will be limited. It is a paid group, right? It's a monthly kind of subscription thing. And guess what? What we pay for, we value more. I have a gym membership. I go because I pay money, right? Mm-hmm. We have other subscriptions to stuff. We do it. We have a coach, right? And we're, I just don't want to waste money. We're mm-hmm. paying good money yeah. for it and we're getting value out of it, right? Because if you pay, then it hurts a little bit and you go, oh, okay, I'm going to make this, I'm going to make this yeah. work because, you know, time, yeah. money, doing good is valuable. So yes. what you pay for, you you are, are more bought into. And it is significantly cheaper than therapy. Like it's it like is, zero The cost for a therapy. month is less than one single session with Seth. So it is not, will you quit faffing Sorry. with the thing? Anyway, we want you to know about the mastermind. Please mm-hmm. send us an email at hello at anatomy of marriage. Hello at anatomyofmarriage.com That's right. if you're interested in joining. And um, please rate and review the podcast if you're liking the show, if you find it helpful, and share it with your friends. There is no one on this planet who cares what we say about ourselves, but your friends will care about what you say about our show. So mm-hmm. please share it with your friends, rate it and review it on iTunes, and get the app, Get Your Marriage On. I know that was lots of calls to action, Yep, but, but no big deal. Action. You guys are awesome. So stay awesome. We will see you tomorrow morning and... We love you. We love you. Bye. Bye.